This is a podcast from Rover. All right, well, Apiculture New Zealand is welcoming the announcement, of course, that the New Zealand and UK free trade agreement will come into force by the end of this month. The Chief Executive of Apiculture NZ is Karen Koss, and she's with us now. Karen, good to have you on the show again. How's things? Very good, thank you. And yes, it was a great uh, announcement to have uh, to hear about this on Friday. Uh, we knew that it was in the wings, but to have it uh, come into force by the end of May, that's a real boost for our industry. Yeah, so this will see the removal of tariffs on all New Zealand honey into the United Kingdom, and that current tariff rate is at 16%. So really that is cause for popping a few champagne corks, isn't it? It is. And look, you know, it's about improving our competitiveness, and it is one of the UK's one of our largest markets. It consistently ranks in the top three export markets for us. So it is an important market. We have strong, good connections there. Uh, UK consumers do like our good quality New Zealand honey. But to have a 16% tariff for every time we send something over there, you know, that is a cost of doing business. And to have that removed, I think it's a, it's a real bonus for, um, for our industry. I imagine it would be universally uh, celebrated with um, honey producers in this country because it has not been an easy time of late. No, and so look, we've had a really tough season um, this year as well as um, the last couple of years. Um, the, the honey production season this year has been pretty poor given the uh, bad weather that we've had, the cold weather, the uh, lack of flowering, the, the rain. So we've seen our national yields, we, we predict they're going to be well down from this year. But we've also seen over the last couple of years, as you know in my discussions with you, um, some significant stockpiling of honey as well. So um, while it's going to take some time and uh, this comes into effect at the end of, of May, um, it's everything helps um, if it helps us move move honey, but also, like I said, it just levels the playing field for our um, for our sector here in New Zealand. Oh, it certainly does. And uh, when you look at the uh, the amount that it's worth as well, in terms of I think it's about a forty million dollar uh, you know export revenue. That was the case last year in terms of uh, sales into the United Kingdom. So it's not insignificant at all. No, it's not. And, you know, along with other primary sectors, we've had a very good, strong relationship with, with UK. Uh, so, as I said, they, they do love the New Zealand honey. They they love manuka honey. They All honeys, clover honey's popular there. But actually, uh, there is a lot of competition in that market as well. And so if you've got to compete with that 16% tariff, that, that does not help. Um, so, yeah, so I think it will um, lead over time, it will lead to more sales. But as I said, it's just a first step at this stage just to have that removed, um, that, that tariff removed is great. Exactly. Well, um, the other thing about it, I was just actually thinking when you were talking about uh, the stockpiling of honey and things like that, I was wondering in terms of the um, weather events that have beset particularly the North Island in recent months, what sort of effect did that have? Oh, look, it's been massive. Um, just our uh, beekeepers in the sort of Tarawhiti, the Gisborne, Hawke's Bay, uh, Northland areas, uh, they've had, uh, it's had a massive impact. I know that um, about five to 6,000 hives were lost just due to the flooding, but there's also at least the same amount, if not more, actually, um, with hives that people haven't been able to access. And that's been um, probably even tougher. You know, you've got all of these hives needing to be wintered down. Uh, beekeepers haven't been able to access them, and it's, um, it's, it's tough. You know, they, 
Um, but it, it's tough going for them at the moment. Yeah, and then it's the, uh, the the recovery of their operations as well. I was having a read of, um, I can't remember where it was, but they were talking about, yeah, this, this sort of painful and costly recovery um, and how, how beekeepers will adapt to intensifying climate crises and things like this. So, I'm, look, I'm not sure, uh, you know, if it was uh, a bit of uh, re- rhetoric and uh, sort of, um, you know, overly flamboyant language used in what I was talking about, but that was the general gist of it anyway. Yeah, and I think, look, beekeepers adjust pretty well to, to change in climate. They always have had to. Yeah. Uh, things can change at a whim, so um, that's something they're certainly um, aware of. But I guess it's been heightened over the last couple of years, and it's quite interesting. We are going to be discussing the impact of cyclones, uh, the potential for climate change. All of those kind of things will be discussed at our conference at the end of June. Uh, it's being held in Rotorua. And, you know, I think there'll be a decent amount of, of beekeepers coming along wanting to have that discussion. You know, what do we need to do differently, potentially? Well, and it's interesting as well, because I know that the theme for this year's conference in Rotorua in June, as you say, is uh, beyond the frame, where to next for the New Zealand apiculture sector, which is, which is exactly as you've just described. There's, there's obviously a lot of uh, unknowns and uncertainty, but, um, you know, the industry has thrived for uh, a very, very long time throughout human history. So you would imagine it's uh, pretty well equipped to adapt, but I guess the question for New Zealand producers is exactly how, and uh, I guess some of those questions will attempt to be asked and answered at that conference. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's our one time of the year that we can get together. You know, beekeepers are quite often quite solitary. Uh, we're still expecting around 700, 800 people to come to conference. It's one of the biggest in, uh, in the primary sector. And it's for that very reason. It's actually understanding what is coming up, what do we need to consider. You know, we get experts from overseas talking about research developments. But it is absolutely that the market, the whole um, environment has been quite challenging over the last couple of years. And uh, what do we need to do differently? What should we be thinking about as an industry and a sector? So it's a great time for us to have that discussion, very timely. Very timely, yeah. The colony loss rate for 2022, I understand it was uh, basically the same as 2021 uh, in terms of, um, you know, uh, the things like varroa and things like that that affect uh, hive levels. I'm I'm pretty sure that was about right, uh, colony loss. Yeah, Yeah, colony loss was pretty static in terms of um, overall winter loss. Um, not surprisingly, Baroa was still the number one issue for beekeepers. Mm. Uh, and, you know, just talking to beekeepers around the country this year, uh, Baroa is certainly top of the list when it comes to concerns for them. And, and again, I think, you know, that's something we'll be tackling at conference. Um, there's, a, there's a lot happening in this space. Uh, we've got some international experts coming to talk to us. But again, um, you know, what practices do we need to have in place to uh, manage this? Because it's certainly not going away, unfortunately. No, it's not. And uh, at least you can uh, turn up to that conference and say, hey, look, we've got this uh, UK free trade agreement that is uh, in place. So 16% off those tariffs, which, uh, you know, so it's not all doom and gloom. uh, There's some good news out there as well, Karen, Uh, as always. Bloody good to talk to you. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on and giving us your thoughts. No problem, Dominic. Nice to chat. We'll talk Wellington on a plate in just a moment, but first, with moving day fast approaching, it is time to start thinking about your energy needs on the new farm, and Genesis has got a team of dedicated agribusiness managers who are just one call away. With that one simple call, these guys will take care of the hard stuff and make sure the lights are on come June the 1st to find out who to call in your area. All you got to do is go to genesis.co.nz slash rural. That is genesis.co.nz slash rural, or just Google Moving Farms with Genesis.